We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Ryan, part two of today's show, we're going to talk about Notre Dame has finalized their coaching staff. It's uh, it, it hasn't really been that chaotic of an offseason when it comes to the Notre Dame coaching staff. They had that brief period at the end of the season. You fired Chancey Stuckey. The replacement for him was kind of made obvious right away. It was going to be Mike Brown. We didn't have a chance to spend much time talking about candidates because it was very right away. It was Mike Brown. Offensive coordinator transition once Jared Parker left for the Troy job really came down to two guys was Kirby Moore initially. Then of course, Mike Denbrock got back into the picture. That's the move that was made. It was a great move. And then things kind of stayed quiet. You know, you had Chad Bowden re-signing, which was huge for Notre Dame to keep him turning Michigan down to become their GM to stay at Notre Dame. Outside of that, you know, not a lot of changes until last week when Chris O'Leary decided he was going to leave for the NFL. And, Notre Dame has decided to not just hire a new safeties coach. We have seen some changes and some shakeup a little bit into the look of the Notre Dame staff, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. And, Ryan, the first big change is that Notre Dame is not going to, as we said, not going to hire a safeties coach. The full-time job to replace Chris O'Leary is going to Max Bulla, who is going yep. to coach the Notre Dame linebackers. Well, let me rephrase that. He's going to keep coaching the Notre Dame linebackers, but now – 
it's in a full-time role because he kind of did what Chris O'Leary did. He got that chance as a GA and did a great job. And now he's going into a full-time situation. And if Notre Dame was not able to do this, Max Buller was going to go somewhere else as a power five position coach. He was a guy that we had heard multiple times through, you know, through back channels at different schools were looking at Max. But there was a reason that when Al Golden was not on the road for personal reasons when the coaches went on the road this last month that Max Bulla was the one getting out and seeing things. This is something that, like, as we said, Notre Dame is kind of known was going to happen here for, for a little bit. So Max yep. Bulla is the new linebackers coach. Mike Mickens is the new secondary coach. And so now Mike Mickens is in charge of the entire secondary. He retains his title as pass game coordinator. As I was joking with someone today, it's not a, I don't think it's a coincidence entirely that Mike Mickens gets kind of more of a say in how the secondary is going to be run this past offseason and Notre Dame jumps from a pretty good pass defense to an elite pass defense. Don't think it's a coincidence entirely. Uh, but he now is in charge of the entire secondary. A move that you can expect to follow is a new DB's GA hire to either work with the safeties or the corners because there's going to be times, a lot of times in practice, especially during individual drills, Ryan, where Mike Mickens is going to want to take the corners or take the safeties, and you're going to need someone to work with that other group. Whether What I think will happen is there will be a GA specifically geared towards one of the two that will spend a lot of the practice time, kind of like what Max Bulla did last year with the linebackers. I mean, we'd go to practice, and Al, and Mal Golden would be – he's the linebackers coach, but he'd be over with the safeties or over with the D-line or you know doing something else, and Max Bulla was the one leading him through drills. And there were times when Al Golden was also with the linebackers. So – it's actually not going to be a big change from Max Bullis' standpoint, other than his bank account is going to be a little bit different because yeah. full-time coaches get higher than GAs. But as far as a responsibility standpoint, this isn't a big change at linebacker. I've talked to a few parents and, and people that are close to players, and this is a move that they were hoping would happen. Max Bull has developed a very good relationship with the veterans and the younger players. Uh, but also, Ryan, before we dive into the Mickens and the other aspects of it, you have noticed in really since he's been here that Max Bulla has made an impact on the recruiting trail. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, no, he definitely has. I mean, I even think like some of the 2024 kids that you would talk to. I mean, I remember down the stretch, one of the big things that Notre Dame had done with Kingston Villiamuasa was get Max to be able to sit down with him and talk ball and, and draw stuff up and schematically talk about his fit in the defense. And those types of things that is pretty rare for a GA, right? Like you're, you're talking about those things, obviously, you know, with them as their coach, but to have that much trust in Max Bull, I think was pretty big, you know, and we gave a lot of credit to a lot of different coaches in with Kingston specifically. I mean, you talked about, Marcus Freeman's role. You talked about Al Washington's role, Al Golden's role. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in that one, Chad Bowden's role. But Max also had a big part in closing that deal in the end. He really did. And when you talk to Anthony Saka, you talk to Antoine Delorier, you talk to Marco Jones, you talk to some of the big linebackers on the board in 2025, Max's name has been mentioned for a couple months here. You know, like he has a direct involvement. He has direct impact on these players. And I think it's worth mentioning that he is, has been entrenched in the recruiting for Notre Dame in 2024 and now into 2025, 2024 is more as a, let's help close this deal because you're kind of the guy that's working with our, you know, the athlete every single day, but 2025 has more been more about being on the forefront and developing those relationships and a lot of good early indications of what can come next. And I also love the fact that you take some off of Al Golden because, you know, we had a lot of push against Al Golden from the recruiting side of things. You know, is he doing enough? Is he talking to player X enough? Is he being as active on the recruiting trail as, he, as you would like him to be? Well, Max Bull alleviates some of that pressure because now Max Bull is the face of the linebacker room, face of linebacker recruiting, and Al Golden is now the guy that goes into the room to close the deal. So it's a little bit Bingo. of a different role on the recruiting side. And I think that Max Bull obviously has – some good early reviews and we'll see what obviously he puts together in his first linebacker class in 2025 at Notre Dame. I think that's a smart move by, by Marcus Freeman, in my opinion, and, and then being implemented by Chad Bowden, because look, you love what Marcus Freeman is very high on the job that Al Golden has done as defensive coordinator in two years. If he wasn't I tr trust me, he would have made the move, but they also realized Mac that Al Golden doesn't have that, drive to be the grinder on the trail that Marcus Freeman is. I mean, they're from different generations. I think Al Gold's in his 50s now. Marcus Freeman's 37, 38 years old. It's just a different era. But Al Golden is also a very personable guy that is very good at selling Notre Dame. And so what, what Marcus Freeman decided is we can either bang our heads up against the wall to try to get Al Golden something that he doesn't necessarily want to do, which means you're not going to be as good at it, or we can – change how we go about this thing so that, that's when you start to see max bola getting more involved in some of the day-to-day because -day, he is a younger guy he's a grinder trying to prove himself as a recruiter you know chad bowden being heavily involved with those things marcus freeman being heavily involved with those things and then al golden's job is you're the you're the, the one of the guys you're one of our secret weapons right we bring you in when kids are on campus you sit down and talk ball with them you show them their role in their defense and like that's something that jordan clark talked a lot about you know how when he visited and how al golden sat him down and with Chris O'Leary and said, this is how we envision you playing in our defense and how impactful that was in his decision to transfer to Notre Dame. And that's something you've mentioned with Kingston that, that Al Golden played a big role in yep. is showing him, here's how you fit into what we do. And so it's about, look, these are the resources we have. How do we make the most and how do we get the best of what we have? 
But to your point, it's going to be a lot easier for Max Bulla to sell himself as the position coach, knowing he's now full-time. Because as a GA, there's a shelf life. And that shelf life was coming to an end after the season. Now he's the full-time coach at linebacker. Now it's like, hey, I'm going to go play for that guy, which I think is going to only make his effectiveness on the recruiting trail grow even more. And same thing with Al Golden. That's this is a role he's comfortable with because Al Golden understands how important recruiting is. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Now he gets to be in a more comfortable role, and you know I I think it's going to pay off for them. We, we got to see this is it's interesting. Max Bull has got a big task in front of him, Ryan. I mean, this yep. is a very talented linebacker class, and you and I were talking about this earlier. The Noah McHale's, the Marco Joneses, the Nathaniel Usu Botangs, the. You're going against the big boys for all these kids. You know, you're not, yeah. hey, I, we got to beat out Michigan State for this guy. You're going after the big boys. So we're going to find out. I mean, dude's being thrown to the fire, Ryan, on the on the recruiting trail as the first year as a full-time coach. There's no doubt about that. He is. And I, I it seems like he's up to the challenge. Like you said, him getting on the road, I, there was nothing but rave reviews. I mean, I remember when Antoine Delorier out of Raven Gap in Georgia was offered. I mean, he talked about – you know, that he had had a conversation with Max, you know, in the allotted time and you know, for like 30, 35 minutes, you know, and been able to talk to Coach Bola and really be able to pick his brain. And he was so complimentary of just him as a person and not not just sharing his football knowledge, but sharing where he comes from and, and what he's looking for and his goals and, and, and all those that openness to his authenticity. I, I think it's going to be big. I think it really is. I mean, I think that we're going to see. 2024 linebacker recruiting ended up being good because you obviously closed on a elite player at the ends and you identified, you know, a, a early guy, I think in Bodie Cahoon that could potentially be a very good player on the next level. You kind of, you know, went to the traits and hope that he developed and he did as a senior. But I think that the process was still a little bit murky in linebacker recruiting in 2024, as far as like, let's make sure that we are still doing things that are going to give us a good product every single time. And, not winging it, that's not the right word, but make sure that we are doing the things necessary in a day-to-day perspective to make sure that we're putting together the best possible class that we can and we're being as consistent as possible. And I think that that presence of Max Bola will be a big plus to Notre Dame. There's a lot of big hitters on, on the board like you're talking about. I mean, there's not a linebacker that Notre Dame is pushing for right now that is a lightly recruited kid. I mean, even Antoine Delorier, who's new to the recruiting process, I mean, he's got a really good off list already. I mean, like it's expanding quickly. So you're going to have to beat out Ohio state for Anthony Saka. If that's a guy that you want, you're going to have to beat out Nebraska for Christopher Christian Jones, who was a Nebraska kid. You're going to have to beat out Oregon and USC and, and a lot of great schools for Marco Jones. You are going to have to go toe to toe with some big boys. I mean, same thing with Noah McHale and the Oregon's the, or the Ohio states, the USC's the Alabama's. I mean, there's some heavy hitters coming out these dudes and, Coach Bull is going to be tested quickly, and we'll see if he's able to answer the bell quickly as well. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. So, Ryan, just real real quick on Max Bola. Obviously, Max Bola was a linebacker at Michigan State where he 
was a long history of bullets that played linebacker Notre Dame. He does have family, or I mean, Michigan State he did have some family. I think it was a, I think a great grandfather or something like that that played it, and maybe an uncle that played at Notre Dame as well. Uh, but he was an All Big Ten for two, I think two time first team All Big Ten player. He was a third team All American in his senior season. Went on to play, I think, four seasons in the NFL, three at the Houston Texans and one he was on the practice squad at the Cleveland Browns for a year, and then got into coaching. His first coaching job, in fact, was as a graduate assistant at Cincinnati with Marcus Freeman. I think yep. I believe that was 2019. So that's where that relationship was first established. Then Max Bulla went on uh, the next three years and spent three seasons working at Alabama under Nick Saban, and I don't think we can – dismiss enough how important that is to a guy like Max Bulla, who clearly knows linebacker because he played it. And he wasn't an elite athlete. I mean, he was, again, two-time, first-time All-Big Ten, two-time, first-team All-Big Ten player, third-team All-American, had, I think, uh, I think it was like something like 299 career tackles, went undrafted. Why? Because yeah. he wasn't an elite athlete. He didn't have that. He wasn't like Jalen Smith. He had to know how to play the game. And but but knowing how to play the game as a player doesn't mean you can teach it. And I think playing three years under what I would argue, yes, Nick Saban is is the the greatest head coach of our generation. But part of that is because he's arguably the greatest defensive mind of our generation. And he's a great teacher. So I, I think that was an incredibly beneficial experience for Max Bulla to take. Hey, I know the game, but then learning how to teach the game. And I think sure. that helped him really make a smooth transition. Notre Dame reaped the benefits of that this season. Now he gets to learn under Al Golden. You and I talk a lot about when you look at coaches, who are the mentors? And Max Bulla has really had, you know, four that he's worked under. You had the Marcus Freeman, Matt Luke Fickle combo at Cincinnati for a year. Now you're with Marcus Freeman and Al Golden. That's three. And then, of course, three years working under Nick Saban. That's a very quality learning experience for a young coach and now max gets a chance to kind of go be his own his own position coach now and i think this was a smart move i mean this this is what we anticipated the minute we heard about o'leary leaving we just this yep. is what we assumed we quickly heard this was the move they were going to make the other thing that this does too ryan is of course you've okay what are you going to do at safety mike mickens is now the entire safeties coach for notre dame i think this is a move that's going to pay off if they handle it right because here's the here's the risk of having Mike Mickens do the entire secondary. You have to make sure it's structured in a way that you don't lose the direct impact at cornerback. That, that's a key. But how you structure the staff with the GA help and all those type of things, you're going to see Mike Mickens have an impact at both positions, in my opinion. Where I think this could really help, in my opinion, Ryan, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, I think this could play huge dividends for Notre Dame on the recruiting trail. Is, is is now getting Mike Mickens involved. I so I, I think this is something that's going to help them. We know what he's done at corner. I think now you start getting yeah. him involved at safety. I think this is something that's going to help Notre Dame to build on the the foundation they started here in this 2025 class. Well, I'm interested to see what it looks like long term for safety recruiting in Notre Dame under Coach Mickens. I would say this though is that it provides sustainability for the short term because you already had two commitments in 2025 and Ethan Long and Ivan Taylor, and we know especially like. Ivan Taylor was crushed when Chris O'Leary left because they had a tremendous relationship. They had a great relationship. So I think that having a person who was already in the room, was already on the defensive staff, and probably has some sorts of relationship already with Ivan, with Ethan, is big for them to be able to sell like, hey, we're, we're good here. Like I know Coach Mickens. 
He has a great reputation as a defensive backs coach. I can learn from him, and he's going to be able to create a, a similar relationship that I have with Chris O'Leary. I think that that sustainability is going to potentially be big. And I also think with, you know, we we know who the other big fish on the market is for the 2025 class at safety, and it's Jadon Blair. Like, everybody knows that, right? And Jadon was another one that was very matter-of-fact and honest after Chris O'Leary left and said, like, I, I need to re- reevaluate. You know, I, I need to – because. I had been talking to Chris O'Leary for over a year. Like that was my main point of contact. It was a guy that I really liked and was a big reason why he was interested in Notre Dame. So having Mike Mickens, who has a good reputation as a recruiter, but more than anything also has a good reputation at Notre Dame. Like it's not a new pitch. It's not a new person. It's not a new voice. He's literally met all these kids before when they've been on campus. Right. So I think that that sustainability on the short term is probably one thing that I'm most excited for because you need to get in good graces with Ivan with Ethan, and then also sell that, like, hey, Jadon, you know why you love Notre Dame before? Still here, buddy. Like, we're still here, right. and we're still ready to rock, and we're still moving forward in the same with the same breath and the same vision. I was what I was kind of looking up, thinking about Ryan. It, it kind of hit me. Do you know who Notre Dame's longest tenured assistant coach is? The guy that's been here longer than anybody else on staff. It's Mike Mickens. I just I thought about say, this. I assume it's him. Yeah, he's the yeah. only guy that's left from the twenty two. I mean, Marcus Freeman is the second longest tenured coach. Chris O'Leary had technically been here longer because he was an analyst for two years before taking over as a GA in 2021. But yeah, Mike Mickens is the longest tenured coach. So to your point, it is someone who, who is known, who has established himself as an elite cornerbacks coach. Now, until he gets to coach safeties, he doesn't have a safety reputation to build on. But trust me, he's going to be able to sell what the work he's done at cornerback. That's going to be huge right. for Notre Dame. And then, obviously, from a football standpoint, Ryan, it used to be common. I just want to get your thoughts on on coaching the entire secondary. It used to be common that you'd have a DB coach, a guy that kind of coached everybody. That's a lot less common now, and it really has started been trending that way for really the last under decade where you see more and more you've got a safeties coach and you've got a corners coach. And uh, just want to kind of get your thoughts on on – the the challenge in modern yep. football. Why is it a challenge? Why is it less and less now in modern football that you see a true safeties coach and then or a true secondary coach? And what are some of the things that Notre Dame is going to have to do in order to be able to handle um, having well, one coach doing both? I, I think I think it's the evolution of the game. You know, it used to typically be you know outside corners were outside corners, safeties were safeties, and it was kind of not as de- departmentalized as it is now, but. You now have the nickel position, which for a team that's, you know, Notre Dame's a four-two-five, but we know that there's a lot of four-two-five nickel that's thrown in there, right? With a nickel, and you know, coaching outside corners is completely different than coaching nickels. It's also different, obviously, than coaching safeties. So I think that it's a has been the primary nickels guy. Just so people know, the last couple years. But but as you you say, that's a lot different than coaching safety. Yeah, it is because now you're talking about coaching potentially. I mean. Because then you can even compartmentalize it a little more and say, you know, boundary corner versus field corner. Like some fundamentals are different as well. It's just, it's a lot on one person's plate to have to preach all those different jobs and all those different positions because it's just a lot, right? Like there's a lot of moving parts and it's not easy. I mean, it's hard enough just coaching one position on the college level. Now we're talking about potentially doing three to four if we're going to compartmentalize it to the umph degree, right? So it's a very unique challenge. I think, like you said, you know, having, a really good GA in place, having a guy that, you know, you trust to be able to work with, whether it's the safeties or the corners to a pinch, to be able to let him focus on just one position more at a time and not be having to, you know, structurally just 
you know, you're in seven on seven and there's a coverage break and trying to get everything in, in, in coordinates of like, why did that break down? You know, what was the corners technique? What was the safety's technique? What were they looking in as different zone discipline or if they were, you know, the missed a check, you know, to change the coverage in the secondary. It's just a lot on someone's page. It really is. So if we're talking from a coaching perspective, I know Mike Mickens is a great corner coach. I know that he can coach outside. I know he can coach Nichols. How good of a safety coach is he? I'm led to believe that he'll probably be a really good one because he's been doing it for so long and he's seen so many different looks and worked with so many different safety coaches. I'm going to assume that he's going to be really good at it, but it is not, it is a very unique and difficult challenge to have to coach everything, which is why I believe that a lot of coaches, a lot of programs have moved away from just having it be one guy because it's not easy. It's not. It's, it's also why it is important, right? To have a good GA working back there that can help you with that. Mike, Mike uh, Elko was the safeties coach at Notre Dame in 2017, but he had a GA that he would have coached the safeties because he then had to go, you know, be at other positions. So that part's going to be interesting. Now, Mike Mickens was in 2023, the pass game coordinator for the defense as well. So he has already kind of been involved schematically with implementation of the entire coverage package. And as a corners coach, you have to have an understanding of what the safeties are doing. It's more so about the day-to-day coaching that position, how you structure drills and individual, how you structure meetings, how you structure film sessions, all those type of things are going to change. The other coach that this impacts, Ryan, is Al Golden. Because now with the the changes, now Max Golden, out at Max Golden, Al Golden is truly just the D coordinator now, which means he can help the safeties if the need is there he can help the linebackers he can help the d line so having al golden there also kind of should help this transition i won't be surprised if we see al golden spending a lot of time with either the corners or the safeties one of those two depending on who they decide to have mike micken spend you know some of his time with an individual along with the ga i would assume that al golden will probably be a guy that's kind of in the GAZier a lot early on, making sure he's getting ready to go. That would be my guess. But that's the other thing is having a guy like Al Golden that can now truly be a floater during individual periods yeah. is going to be important as well. Now that you have Max Bola there, I think that certainly will help uh, help him quite a bit in this in this process as well. So yeah, and, and somebody said Al Golden can game plan more. This will have zero impact on Al Golden's ability to game plan. This is all about the the in practice. Where are you spending your time in drill work, in meetings? Yeah. Where are you spending your time? But you're still going to be in meetings. It's just now Al Golden can be in the safety meeting room if he needs to, the D line room if he needs to. That's not about game planning. That's a, whereas in the past maybe he was with the linebackers more. So right. that's how this impacts. So it really does. Even though the the faces are the same, it it, it is going to be a different looking defensive staff next year, Ryan from a where everybody is going to be and and mm-hmm. how the staff is structured. But there's also going to be a lot of continuity as well. And I think that's important yeah. when you look over the defenses next season. I mean, you're coming off a team that had a top five defense last year, right? So as much continu- um, commonality, as much sustainability as you can go from one year to the next, I think is huge for the staff. And honestly – we had already seen Max Bola have, you know, specifically the linebacker position. We already seen him have a big hand in linebacker play this past year. You know, I mean, Al Golden may have had the title, but he was the defensive coordinator with a, a GA that had a heavy part in helping to develop the linebacker position, which I think he did a great job at. 
as long as Notre Dame handles the support around Mike Mickens as the secondary coach, I think we should anticipate Notre Dame being a very good defense now for the foreseeable future, as long as you can keep that keep that staff together and keep recruiting at a high level. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this part of the show, Ryan. So I wanted to thank you for joining me today. That was a very good conversation and discussion. And I know you've got some uh, some more work to do. So we'll let you go. I'm going to we're going to actually talk more about the safety position for Notre Dame next. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that. But we at least got the coaching part out of the way. Now we'll fo- I'll focus on the players next. Um, if you guys have, have are not on the message board, Ryan's got a ton of stuff on the board. You've got a couple film breakdowns that you've done on Sean Terry, Maddie Augustine. Your Maddie Augustine film room is also published at Irish Breakdown, so you can find that as well. And Ryan will be tweeting that out here in a little bit. Uh, but Ryan, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. It's really really good stuff today. Absolutely, so, man. See you guys all at six o'clock tonight for IB Nation Sports Talk. That's right. So, folks, before I head over to that next part of the show, do me a favor, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast, give us a five-star review. We'd greatly appreciate that. And as I've said before, if you've not done so, sign up for the message board at boards.irishbreakdown.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.